Alright, chapter two. Does anybody want to take up chapter two? I promise there's no really odd names in here. <laughs> to read out loud? Mm -hmm. Again? Yes. The Vision of the Magi. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising, and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled and all Jerusalem with them. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. Since from you shall come a ruler, who is to, be shepherd, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. Oh. Big old liar. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. Should we read the whole thing, or, or section by section? I don't know. Go ahead. Let's continue through yep. the chapter. Mm -hmm. Someone else want to read? Claire? Sure. Yeah. Actually, I have a really dorky uh, version here. So you want to read mine? It's cute. It's cute. That doesn't look dorky version. It is. <laughs> After they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph and said, Herod will be looking for the child in order to kill him. So get up, take the child and his mother, and escape to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you to leave. Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and left during the night for Egypt, where he stayed until Herod died. This was done to make come true what the Lord had said through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt. When Herod realized that the visitors from the east had tricked him, he was furious. He gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its neighborhood who were two years old and younger. This was done in accordance with what he had learned from the visitors about the time when the star had appeared. In this way, what the prophet Jeremiah had said came true. A sound is heard in Ramah, the sound of bitter weeping, Rachel is crying for her children. She refuses to be comforted, for they are dead. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go back to the land of Israel, because those who tried to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went back to Israel. But when Joseph heard that Archelaus had succeeded his father Herod as king of Judea, he was afraid to go there. He was given more instructions in a dream, so he went to the province of Galilee and made his home in a town named Nazareth. And so what the prophets had said came true. He will be called a Nazarene. Joseph in, Catholic, in the Catholic Church is one of the, the biggest figures, and there, we know so little about him. But um, I love him so much because you have these images of him kind of dreaming the right thing to do and he and it is the line he got up and he took the child he just got up and did what needed to be done and um you know there's there's so much 
people come to mind are people who are just the kind of people who see what needs to be done, know what has to be done, they get up and they do it without making a big deal of it. And or agonizing. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. A little protector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, stri- what, what strikes me about just from the beginning of this is, you know, because you know, I've, I've been, um, I, I picked up um, the, the, the Grand Inquisitor again, mm-hmm. it was on the list, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like perfect to read with Matthew. I mean, it's just, you know, kind of read it at the same time, and, and, you know. <laughs> And I love that, you know, that's mm-hmm. and, He's wonderful. Um, but um, of this free will thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and God did not break his rules of free will from the very beginning of trying to save us mm-hmm. and trying to save mankind. And, you know, from going to a virgin, this little girl, and saying, you know, they could have stopped right there. Mm-hmm. They could have stopped right there. And Mary could have said, nah, not interested. And it's like, you know, whatever. You know, that, 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 that weird power mm-hmm. of, you know, of playing within the rules that he has set and respecting those rules, not just going, you know, like that, <laughs> you know, for true salvation. And, and, and then that just continues because Joseph could have screwed up. I don't know. I don't know where should we go. Should so you know, quietly and gone back, you know, you know, and, and there wasn't really anything supernatural, I mean, they're of huge supernatural mm-hmm. things, but mm-hmm. in the terms of the, of the acting out and, you know, right. of the physicality. The decision making. Yeah, yeah. it was just, very human. just making, making the right decision. You know, and, and there is the thing where, you, you know, when, when it, the stakes are really high, oftentimes we do make the right decision if we are connected with God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you know that we have a, a, you know, a better chance to do that. Mm-hmm. But that being said, they still had the absolute opportunity to say, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, the, the wise men said, hey, you know, let, let's let's uh, you know let's grease Herod a little bit and, and go back to him because that, that's power. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and and since they were spiritual people, not necessarily, you know, uh, Jews, but they were spiritual people, and they didn't grease that. Mm-hmm. They said, no, we're not going to have any part of that because that's a bad man. You know, all those little details. Yeah. It's amazing to me. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a quick question? might be, I don't know, this might be something that we should know already, I don't know. Um, king Herod, he's the king of Israel? He was the Jewish king of Israel. Okay. And he was appointed How did he become, okay. He okay. was kind of appointed. Mm-hmm. When the Romans took over an area, what they liked to do is they to go and they they appoint local people to be king. Because okay. they had this vast empire. So, and they so is this during the like what, okay. Yeah, it's during the Roman during occupation. Yeah. Okay. And they would have appointed him as sort of the local r- ruler to take care of his people. Mm-hmm. And they found it worked better if they had a local who understood religion and all that stuff. But, but this Herod was a vicious man. Um, so he was a Jew. He, yeah, he was a Jew. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He but he was a puppet. He was, import- yeah. he was a puppet, but it, and a tyrant. Corrupt, yeah. But okay. an important puppet because right. this is a land bridge for Ro- the Roman Empire to the east. Yeah. So can you tell, can you just give me like a brief account because I'm actually like I'm sort of up to like Joshua um, and like that's about as far as I'm at like they're fighting for the land or whatever they get it I know they lose it again mm-hmm. and then and then there's the Babylonian exile and then we get into the is that the same thing as the Romans taking over yeah then there's a reoccupation and then that the Romans come later after the 
they, they okay. come back to the after the return from Babylon. After the return from Babylon, the Greeks control it for a while. Mm -hmm. and that's the Assyrians and the Greeks. And that's and where you get like the deuterocanonical books, then, right? Mm -hmm. It's around that time. Yeah, okay. Maccabees and such. Okay. Right. And then get the Romans. And then the Romans came. So right. basically, like they just couldn't hold on to it. Well, yeah, they, they kept failing God. They, well, yeah, every time yeah. they would turn, it's just like, I mean, I, I know it actually was the judges, and that's that's where, like, this, like, oh, yeah. oh get it right. I mean, that's, <laughs> that is, <laughs> that book starts to get grotesque. I mean, <laughs> I mean just, just the story where he cuts up his, his concubine or wife or whatever to 12 pieces, oh. I was like, oh, my goodness, really? what's wrong with I don't know that Yeah. It's a disturbing story. That disturbing. That's one of the parts that doesn't make it into our lectionary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow, we're off to the twelve. But you know, there's a shift. Um, the reading from Isaiah that was in our lectionary last week talked mm -hmm. about Cyrus, okay, yeah, who is an Assyrian king, and Isaiah, the Isaiah is speaking. This is late. Isaiah is saying, Cyrus is my anointed. He is my appointed. That's doing my will. Which yeah. to the Jewish people must have sounded just big, crazy. Big affront to them. A pagan king chosen. So. There's kind of an acceptance growing that um, of an outside occupying force that could be the will of God. So well, it was around. It was like okay. So well, after I haven't gotten to David yet, but hmm? sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, because that's like Jesus again. Jesus coming for all people, like mm -hmm. and the whole grafting onto the line and the women right. and the prostitutes and that yeah, whole part of the It also becomes yeah. really important with the ways that Christians interact with uh, secular leadership too. Um, then later, so, yeah. So okay, well that's good. So then, so then, yeah. So Herod was a Jew, and okay. And the power, the power of Rome, the power of Rome at the time was unquestionable. Mm -hmm. okay. It was. It, they, they, I mean, they were. You, we we have no. There were there were more than us in the United States. Okay. Yeah. It would be it would be like Hitler appointing the Vichy government. Yeah. In France, you know, they appointed puppets in France that spoke French, that knew the French customs, okay. and kind of collaborated, but basically the Germans ran everything. Be, that, don't you think that would be the yeah. closest? Yeah, and, and that's only just close because the Hitler, Hitler would have, have amassed way more power and wealth right. to, mm -hmm. to even come close to, to right. what Rome was at the time. Yeah. It, there's, there's nothing ever that's been, even in our greatness as uh, the United States, right. we pale compared to the power you know, that they had. A Roman citizen could walk anywhere in the world and say that he was a Roman citizen and be safe. Just a re like us, like I, could just walk, you know, anywhere and just say, you know, you screw with me, you're screwing with Rome. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah. So when he, so when Herod saw the star, he knew what was, like, he knew what was going on, basically, or well, what, like, what prompted him? How did he know? That's my biggest question. It was How the buzz. So, so everybody kind of knew. The, yeah, there was, yeah, was anticipation of. It was sort of a religious thing, wasn't it? When yeah. there's when there is a new star in the sky, it means a king has been born. It's like a superstition or a oh really okay. kind of oh. a, a saying Where at we the time. We saw his star at its rising and have come mm -hmm. to do it homage. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if he would even have believed it, except that he started to hear people coming and seeking. Well, yeah, it was all about his power. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. it, yeah. And imagine a man being afraid of an infant. Oh, it's that like. Makes sense. It's, you know, it's like he, his power. It's like I don't even want to wait ten years or twenty years to find out if this well, guy. Were they doing successions? Like, were, I mean, you know, if he had a son, was his son an heir to the throne, or his were they son doing was, His son was, but oh, okay. if another king came in and had a hereditary claim that was stronger, if he was closer in the line, if both mm -hmm. parents were in the line of David, then 
it's real possible that aside from the Son of God thing, um, that this that a child could be made that they could make a claim on the. the but throne. he didn't know it was the Son of God. He thought his throne was being threatened. Yeah. Right. Okay. And yeah. See, that's the thing is the nature the, the nature of people who worship power. Mm-hmm. It, it, there, there's no logic. Okay. The only lo- I mean, there's no normal logic. They're just going to go in. They're going to destroy anything that may get in their way of keeping their power. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting question too. I don't think he would have cared if he knew it was the Son of God. Yeah. He yeah. Didn't no, he didn't. His, it was just his, no. his, his throne. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Because I was, I'm like, what? I mean, is he like, um, you know, I don't know, is he satanic or something? Does he have uh, any problem with that? But historically, president or he used the grossest, right. like. CEO of the grossest company yeah. you've ever heard of, you know, right. that has just ruined people. And, and, and he, want to he killed power. three of his sons and his wife. Like Saddam. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, like yeah, Saddam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. we popped up Saddam. So. <laughs> 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 All right, let's not go I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I didn't know the thing that it, it was a common ancient belief that a new star appeared at the time of a ruler's birth. Mm hmm. You, you knew that already? Yeah, yeah. I, no, no, I'd heard that before. Yeah. But yeah. It's, the, it's like yeah. a legend thing. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they studied so much astronomy back then. So much was mm-hmm. learned by the, the stars. And mm-hmm. I remember reading one time, too, that um, astronomy comes from, the, the, it is the gospel story, starting with um, Virgo, the virgin birth, and ending with the, the lion oh. being the king, yeah. being Jesus. So it's really okay. Well, no, 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 astrology is It started. But astrology. Astrology, astrology. astrology is fine. Astronomy yeah. is fine. And the yeah. constellations, well, I mean, they're even in the... I don't read the horoscope. They're, they're no, even I've in the... In the great cathedrals of Egypt, they put them as part of the knowledge yeah. of the universe when they... In the, the portal uh, over Chart and the windows. Yeah, if you look at the cathedral um, here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, you see the, the pattern of the stars on the day of the dedication of the cathedral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. right. And it's how they passed the story on before they were writing things down. It's mm-hmm. like it was, it was just yet another great reminder. And the story before they understood it, you know. It's the water bearer. And the, yeah, and yeah. The, 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 so cool. The Magi were, were like scientists. They yeah. were coming to investigate this, mm-hmm, this thing mm-hmm. because they knew the meant. star, when, and you, when you know the stars, you know the seasons, mm-hmm. you know the earth. You know you they were navigate, wise men. You can right. travel. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. That, that was their their yeah. map. That's how you traveled. So doesn't it make sense? God would use everything. Oh yeah. 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 And like he says in Job, I set Pleiades in its place. You know, I, I there's an order and a story. Yeah. Always a story. I I've always been sad that astrology sort of ruined. Astronomy, right. astronomy, yeah. right. you know, yeah. Yeah. from a spiritual yeah. perspective, right. you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. when you become that intimate with the Earth and the universe, it's just a, it's just a logical step to, yeah. to, you know. And we've given it up. We're, we've stopped yeah. learning from it. It's yeah. so there's it's nothing more time. to learn. Everybody goes and the horse well, and you can't so see them. When I worked at the division, I used to take our guys camping in a camp way, way. It was a camp at about ten thousand feet, hmm. with no you. You had to drive for a half hour to get into it, and then you had to hike for about fifteen minutes. But at night, you could you, some of them had never seen stars like that because oh. then you can't see them like that in LA it's or any, it's near scary. any. Day. The first time yeah. I ever I yeah. saw stars that really affected me, me I'd gone to Jamaica for the first time, uh, and we were staying in Negril, and back then Negril was just nothing. There was uh, no light, mm-hmm. no ambient light, and we had just gotten there, and we were walking down the street, and it was just pitch black, and and for some reason there must have been clouds this way because it was just dark, like a north used to thing, just a couple stars. And I turned around for some reason, and literally it made a sound in my brain. It was like, 
just went through me, you know, because it, it, it was just, because yeah. I mean, they were like that big, you know, it was gorgeous. So, yeah. Where could I learn more about that? I, I used to have a crazy book by another crazy lady. <laughs> I have a book about the cathedral, about Chart. It might be in there. Um, oh, yeah, that's probably a good research. So it's the story, I mean, it's the virgin to the lion. Yeah. So it's the, it's the salvation. The history yeah, it is. It is. It's the gospel. Um, of, but think. there's also a book about the Magi. Um, don't we have? I'd Okay, yeah, didn't we discuss your extensive library in the first class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. We're all that's borrowing right. books from you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of books, but I don't have that. <laughs> we have a lot of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's that sort of a theme with you. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It's just that you're not going to go too far. You can't imagine how far you could go. I think a lot of crazy people write books, though. So. They do. Because Matthew also draws upon, regarding the stars, Matthew also draws upon the Old Testament story of Balaam, oh. who had prophesied that a star shall advance from Jacob. Mm. What's NM stand for from the Old Testament? NM? Nehemiah. Nehemiah. It's from Nehemiah. Though there the star means not an astral phenomenon, but the king himself. Mm. Wasn't Balaam the one that they kept trying to make him prophesy something? They wanted him to prophesy something for uh, whoever was occupying them at the time. The Babylonians wanted him. And so they set him on a thing, and they are like, prophesy for us or we'll kill you. And he said a godly prophecy. Yeah, right. and they gave him three chances, and his last one was about the star and, and the, the sun coming. They were trying to um, get him to, to tell him what to say? What to yeah, say because the yeah. Jewish people believed he was a prophet, so they would believe what he said, I guess, if I'm remembering it right. But um, And he tried not to. I think he even tried to do it. He couldn't. He, he just was an actual prophet, and he had to speak the truth. Mm-hmm. Then prophets, they got to speak the truth. <laughs> Can I ask one more question like that might yeah. seem kind of out there? <laughs> I always feel like my questions are out there, but it's um, Okay, so a prophet. Now, I know, how how does one become a prophet? Why are they a prophet? And how do you, like, I mean, obviously, you can't compare a prophet to, like, the psychics that sell their things or whatever, but, like, what? how do they know? I mean, I know it's very different, but it's I want to know why. It's not so much the sense in the Jewish scriptures of predicting the future mm-hmm. as it is speaking God's word in the present situation okay. which is usually very convicting and there's usually something going astray and so God is trying to correct the course you really it's a state prophets talk about what's happening now in, in the in the Old Testament and sometimes they'll say this predicts future acts based on what's happening now but they're sort oh, okay. of readers of the signs of the times um, oh, okay in the Old Testament, anyway. Not as much to like fortune tellers so they or they kind of figure out where it's going based on what's going on? That's kind of what they do? They commentate on what is going on. Okay. And then, and then sometimes they'll say... But then how... Yeah. Like you're saying, like, a voice was heard in Rama, sobbing in loud lamentation. I mean, how, like, where do they get that from? I mean, because they're being really specific. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Moses is kind of the prototype. And then, behold, the virgin shall be with child. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Like, that's a like, major yeah, prophecy. Yeah. That's, no, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's like, like, based on the fact that we're at war, I think a virgin's going to have a child. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering, like, where, right. I mean, any inspired by God or... Right. There is that sense of inspiration, especially if you look at Moses, who is sometimes referred to as, isn't he so much the prophet? Mm-hmm. Like, just speaking the generic of him that way. So if you look at his call... There's a lot in there. You know, it's the burning bush, which he's attracted to when he goes closer. And then he has to remove his sandals, and then the bush speaks to him. So 
it does usually start with an experience of God, and then he's called out on mission to speak the word. Almost all of them think they shouldn't be called. And they don't want to. Like, it's like, can't my other brother yeah, do it? I'm young, have somebody else. I Doesn't the word come from something meaning to speak out? It's not about... Oh, I, I think the word means question. to speak out. It's not okay. about foretelling this. And I think a few of them say things like, I, it's like they try not to speak, but it, like yeah. it, burns, right, right. it burns and it hurts. It burns. <laughs> and they, you seduced me, Lord, and I let myself be seduced. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They're, I think they're overwhelmed by the spirit, especially when they're prophesying the future. Because yeah. they're either cutting through yeah. with a clarity of truth that people don't want to hear at the moment. It's like, you guys are way off track, and I'm going to be the one to say you're way off track. And, and then from there, the Spirit moves them to say crazy things. They're like the Matthew part of Holy Spirit, you know, in a way. It's, they just, the, the, you know, they're, they're so connected with the Spirit, and they cannot not say the, the truth, the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the thing. And, and, and sometimes they get, you know, because they're connected with the Spirit, and when you're speaking in, in you know, you know, in, in, in you know, in the spirit, things come out, and you you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, there's going to be a you know a, a, a child born of a virgin, and he's like, what? Yeah, right. right I'm sure. You know, I I really believe that's that that's kind of how those kind you know kind of things happen to this guy, because you know he's not he's not thinking about it beforehand and going and, and writing. He just sort of is a yeah a conduit, you know. Right. Just, and, and there were a, there were court there were two there were two kinds of prophets. There were like court-appointed prophets, mm -hmm. so a king would hire people to tell them what right. was going on, mm -hmm. and they were kind of the yes-men. But the prop, most of the prophets, anyway, in the, that we have in the Old Testament were people who were appointed by God and were persecuted because of what they said and did kind of out, some outlandish things to try to get people to listen. Mm -hmm. So a king would appoint a prophet so that the people, like he would be like a supposed holy man, yeah. so that if he or said it, the people would yeah. listen more? like the prophets of Balaam that you know, and with right. Elijah, right? They right. were all they all right. would have been court appointed prophets, right? Yeah. You know, and they were all telling the king what they wanted to hear, yeah. right? Well, and then, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're gonna lose and Jeremiah, where the king right. says, "You can't tell the people that it will just, you know, it will." Uh, when he said, "You know what? You're gonna lose," and if God will, right, you lose this battle, and right. oh, you can't tell the people that it will um, dishearten them, mm -hmm. right, right. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing that Herod was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, he wanted to make them his court appointed prophets. Yeah. I love too where it says here that um, they sought the star, um, and when then when they saw it, and especially here it says when they saw it, how happy they were, what joy was theirs, that everybody could physically see the star, but not everybody had joy at seeing it or knew what it meant. But they had been looking their whole lives; they'd been seeking for truth and for God. And because of that, they knew what to look for. And when it appeared, they sought it. They physically left. They went after it so that, so that when they saw it, it gave them great joy. And there's, there's thousands of other people looking up at that same star just saying, oh, this is a shiny star, and moving on with their lives. It's like, you know, it's like they, they were rewarded for their diligence, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. The thing that struck me when I was over in Israel was, was the fact that all this stuff happened over there. I don't know yeah. why why it took the scriptures from being a story for me. It's like, whoa, this is really, this happened. Like this passage where suddenly we break into the stuff about Rachel weeping for her children. You're like, 
Okay. Yeah. Why do we have that right in the middle of the story? Right. We're talking about the male children in Bethlehem dying. The fact was that Rachel was buried on the on the border of Bethlehem. As you go from the city of Jerusalem to Bethlehem, which is only like ten miles, you pass by the 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 border of the West Bank, and like five hundred yards past it is Rachel's tomb. Oh. So it's right on the edge of Bethlehem. So that's where she died. And so speaking about her children makes sense because her children, you know, were in Bethlehem. And Rachel was long dead by the time of this prophecy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's her children, you know, descendants after, like many, right. many descendants. Metaphorically. Right, right, yeah. right. Rachel was the wife of Isaac, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. Um, wow, that's pretty far back. I mean, if you really yeah. think about it, I mean, it's, you know. But for people that don't have the same concept of time, yeah. it, it, it would have been, sure. you know, well, real, real just studying all that stuff lately just really like just it really makes you realize that even in the last like 300 years there's like nothing yeah <laughs> yeah i mean this, this is a story I and mean, this covers thousands and you know yeah. i mean you're just like yeah i mean it's 300 that makes the 85 years that you're on you know on the earth like seem like nothing yeah, i hope it is <laughs> 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 you really have to be the songs say 70 and 80 for those who are strong <laughs> 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 That's how young people think. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I figure we've got some good exercises. Yeah, here you are. <laughs> you guys probably will. <laughs> but I love too. Like what you're saying is because if they still call the descendants Rachel's children, they don't call her the they don't call them yeah. the latest mother. I mean, like do you even know who who your mother is from five generations? Yeah, back? no. I, mean, I don't even no. know my great great grandmother's name. You know? Right, right. That was. You know, like 150, 200 years ago, tops. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And what what what's important about that is that God's telling us you need to remember where you came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know that 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 to me is a, is a thing, and and how we've lost that so much, yeah. which is a sad thing. And, and, we and that's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah. 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 And that and that and that's the reason why the church, what you know, whatever church is important, because mm-hmm. it's that's what it calls us to do every Sunday. To remember where we came from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like yeah, it's like a forgetting that that indicates you know kind of a loss of love at a certain point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that friendship or that relationship has been yeah. lost. You've forgotten. Well, even in the reading that we read, you know, when God wants to say why you should be hospitable, He says, "Remember, mm-hmm. you were aliens that yeah. wandered the land." Mm-hmm. Most of us are one or two generations from abject poverty. I mean, yeah. my my grandparents were dirt poor in the depression mm-hmm. and yeah but it and if you don't remember that you can grow up thinking you know that all of a sudden this way yeah, yeah. Sure. and it's a weird thing that we do too because our birthright are, are the children of god mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. our birthright mm-hmm. and then we go and we just sort of you know you know and now you know i feel like my birthright is as an american and a person who you know uh, does this for their life Mm-hmm. You know, you know, whatever, whatever it is, and that's my birthright, and you know, and I'm going to call the whoever because this is my thing, mm-hmm. you know. But but it's it's so small and piddling because we, are, you know, that's our birthright, mm-hmm. you know. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. 